Shut up and sit down. Welcome, welcome everybody to a beautiful episode of Third Shift. This is episode 179 and I am one of your hosts, the light bearer Mr. Eric, here at your leisure. And with me today is the inglorious bastard himself, Mr. Matt, as always, yes. ready to have some fun, ready to tell you what the hell Gearbox has been doing this week in the wonderful world of Earth. Where we currently reside for the time being, but not for long, maybe. And with that, Matt, it was a great you know intro. We you do. just ruined it. You just went. <laughs> no, just went too, I have to. You went too far. I have to. No, it's there's never too far, Matt. It's never too far. <laughs> they don't even understand what too far is. That's but we're not going to go there today because I would break their minds. That is true. <laughs> Nobody understands what happens. No, they do not. So, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and say, Hey, Matt, what did you do this week, buddy? I feel like it was a week that I didn't do anything, but I did do a few things. I went and saw that movie Underwater, the, uh, what's her name, Kristen Stewart movie? Where oh, she's yeah. like I wanted to see that, but she kind of she kind of bugs me just because I didn't really like her performance in um, uh, the vampire movie Twilight, Twinkle Twilight, whatever that show is. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, man, I like, I love the abyss type underwater stuff, mm. monsters, seawater, wow, but I don't like her that much, so mm. I, was, I was hesitant. So what's up? I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a pretty good movie. I didn't think she like brought it down or anything. She plays, it, it's weird because there's a lot of this movie that I wouldn't normally like. Like there's no, there's no, almost no setup. It's like, hey, here's the thing. And then boom, the stuff's happening and we're going into mm-hmm. the action. And you don't really get to know a lot of the characters except for you know some some lines here and there stuff's going on but i like i I don't know i kind of thought it was refreshing it's like a movie it's like no time to explain we got to go over here and do this thing who's this guy i don't know these two are kind of together whatever it's it's a wild crazy action ride not like an action ride but it felt like a roller coaster of a movie yeah like oh okay oh we just got to here Oh my god, something's going wrong over there. We just got over here. Oh my god, that guy's dead. Holy Jesus. Oh, what? 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 There's a big Oh god, look at all this stuff. And I was like, wow, cool. It's like it's not gonna be like movie of the year or anything, but I had a good time with it. Nice little roller coaster ride of like an hour and a half movie, ninety minutes or so, just wham bam, here you go. Was she able to talk normally? Uh, or did well, she have like her her? I don't know if you've ever seen Twilight. No, but throughout that, she kind of has like a like she breathes weird when she talks. Well, no, I didn't. Well, I didn't notice anything like that. But she seemed like a normal person, but she's always okay. like stressed out because it's a crazy mm-hmm. world. But I thought she did fine. She was just okay, an actress doing actressy stuff. Gotcha. All right. Well, dang it. Well, I have to give it a shot because, like I said, I love me some underwater Sea Lab 2021 shows. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wonder if she's. I mean, people say like Robert Pattinson, the lead in, to- in Twilight, is actually way better than his performance there indicates, too. I mean, uh-huh. and like I said, I don't think she was like Oscar worthy, but she did fine. I didn't. I wasn't like, damn it, Kristen Stewart, you ruined my movie about underwater creeping things and death and explosions that's all you can get underwater it's bad news bears never go there well especially i mean you'll, you'll see if you ever see it but when you go that deep down this why would you do it you're not supposed to be there 
You're gonna. No. You're just gonna find bad. Let's go to the Marianas Trench. You know what I mean? Let's mm-hmm. do that. Let's just just go on down. Nothing bad uh-huh. could happen down here. Nothing bad down there. Nothing. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. It was a good show. I recommend it to people. I think that was all on like the free time front. I don't think I had any shows or anything I went to. But on the video game front, Yakuza 4 Remastered, you know it's my favorite game like of all time ever until I start playing Yakuza 5, and then that will be my favorite game of all time ever. Got to a point where all the characters are coming together and like, here, it's time for the last raid on the thing, but everybody get ready. So I'm excited to get everybody ready and just go around and get it all done and then just be ready for the next time I stream it and just play. Boom, rocket ship to the moon, we did it. Also, Yakuza 5 is out the next day, or whenever it is. Same thing with Death Stranding, actually. I I played a little bit of that, well, I played a lot on stream, then I played a little bit off stream just yesterday, just running around, kicking the crap out of mules, taking a bunch of metals and ceramics in a big old red truck that I made, and just driving on over to every single auto paver, just driving down the highway. Here's a bunch here. Here's a bunch here. I still haven't gotten it up enough to build up, you know, fully the roads, but it just feels good to just, I'm trekking all the way here with deliveries for the guy way in the corner, and then all the way back, just grabbing resources, building things, helping people out. Oh, hey, I picked up a bunch of weird stuff. Here, just throw it in the share locker. Anybody take these weapons, take these tools, take this stuff. I'm just, I feel like Santa Claus in my big red truck. Just, I'm helping everybody out. You know, you just got to get some mules, then you capture them, put them on the front with some chains or rope. Mm. Boom, they're your reindeer. Name them, you know, all the appropriate names, like Rudolph and Blitzen. And you know, because I do tie them up. I hit them with the mm-hmm. bullet gun. They're all snared exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> they should have a, a mechanic answer. where you can throw them in the truck. <laughs> oh, Lordy. I don't know if people would approve of that, man. I'm not sure. But I would approve of that, and that's what matters. That's true. Mm-hmm. And then the only other game I've been playing, it's a game, when I play it, I can't stop playing it. So it's a good thing we had this podcast that I needed to do or I'd be playing it. Right now, it's Dicey Dungeons. I played it for like three hours today. What I love about it is most roguelikes, most, you know, random generated anythings, when I lose like three times in a row, I get frustrated and I go, okay, forget it. I'm not, whatever. Okay, it's not for me today. Hoo-hoo-hoo. But I just ran through as a new character, the inventor, and I got bad luck like four runs in a row. But it was still fun. And I was like, well, maybe if I mitigate the luck by getting these items and kind of, because I'll go into it just a little bit because it's interesting that, you know, all the different characters have different abilities to modulate the cards, the dice, blah, blah, blah. But the inventor, it's like after every battle, you destroy a piece of your equipment to give yourself a new ability. And every single battle, you replace your old ability by destroying this piece of equipment. And you get tons of equipment real easy during a run as the inventor but it's like oh here's my awesome attack card but it's also awesome or it's even more awesome in certain ways as the ability but you have to decide where to metamorphize it into the ability because if you fight another battle afterwards it just gets replaced with whatever else you have on hand ah it was so good and i got to the end and i was like i'm saving my electric hammer for the last enemy before the boss, and I'm going to transmogrify it because then it shocks like three pieces of equipment. There's no Mm. way bosses get like five dice, and to unlock a piece of equipment, you have to spend another die. So if it shocks three, they're only going to have two dice to play with. I'm going to roll them. I got to that last battle, beat the enemy. 
my electric hammer was not an option to transmogrify. And I went, oh, Jesus. And I had to like scramble in my inventory and re-rack a whole thing. And, and I just I just barely squeaked out a win against the boss. It was so good. So even, even in defeat, that game makes me happy because it's still fun. And there's so many options you can do and things you can try. It's just oh, so good. So good. I told you already. Sounds like a great game. Sounds like I should something I should pick up. Mm-hmm. So damn much on my plate. So much. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. And I would say it's nice and easy, but there are six characters to unlock, and they each have like six versions of their run through the dungeon with modifiers uh-huh. and stuff. So it technically is a ton to do, but you can do a run in thirty call minutes. It quits. So. Yeah, but I, I'm loving it. I hope people out there go check it out and be loving it too. How about you, Eric? How was your week? Well, as everybody knows, it was the quarter in tax and we finally got through it. I even ended up with one day off that I wasn't supposed to have off because I blew my machine to bits. <laughs> uh, nice. I exploded it, and then the boss said, well, there's no purpose for you to be here. How about you go home for the day? That's true. So I got Sunday off. And I was like, wow, wow, what amazing, this is crazy. <laughs> so I chilled at home, hung out, had some good times, played some video games. I did the usual rigmaroles. Now, of course, I've been playing some Borderlands. The event's been coming up on the end, which we'll talk about here in a bit. Mm-hmm. I got all sorts of cool weapons, shields, all sorts of cool goodies, some good annoying ones as well. So I'm happy. I feel very, like, you know, pleasant, very content mm-hmm. with where I ended up in the event. But, oh, did it end? I don't know. Stay tuned, and we'll find out <laughs> later on. So with that being said, I then moved on. I went, man, you know, I got to gotta mess around here. I got to clean up shop, get ready for all the upcoming games. And I went, Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh, I, I just let that one, like, die off. I, I beat it. And then it was like, no, you didn't. There's some mm. extra stuff. And I went, oh, goodness, I don't want to. So from... July 24th, I think it was, or something like that, the last time I played, I booted it up. I went, all right, here we go. I don't know what kind of crackheadedness they're expecting. I, I figured, you know, some bullshnips, like, last giant space boss thing going yeah. on, like they did in the previous Dragon Quest with the dragons. And so I started playing, and all of a sudden, they're like, hey, we found a thing. You're going to go back in time, and you, knowing what you know now, you're going to redo this whole end quadrant of the game. Nice. But knowing what people betray you and what happens, you're going to change it. Awesome. So now I'm redoing this whole end game, but knowing what's going to happen, so I start maneuvering and changing bits. Yeah. And so the outcome keeps changing more and more as I go. And I'm like, well, this is awesome. But at the same time, like, I thought it was just going to be like a, a, a big boss and I was going to beat it and then the super ending. I'm like, I've already got 104 hours. I'm like, no, I don't want another 20 or 30 hours. You guys, why? You just wanted why? that spiraling dungeon down and you fight God at the end and go, yay, yeah. we did it. Yeah, we really did it this time. Mm-hmm. No, that's not what happens. So I'm going through the whole storyline again. <laughs> but that does sound so awesome. You know me and time travel. That's to- totally up my alley. That sounds amazing. And it is. It's cool because uh, one of the baddies who screws you over and hits you in the back and then uh, you know begins this whole onslaught of people mm-hmm. in your party getting murdered and things going wrong and then you have to rebuild, you knew he was there. So you turn around, 
it's a boss fight still, but since you knew he was there as a preemptive strike, you kill him, nice. and then the big boss doesn't reveal himself like he did the before, and then he's like, ha you totally did the thing. Oh, man, meet me over here, and we'll be fine. We're going to have fun. Go over there, and he's like, yeah, it's all so cool. Whole, you know, <laughs> And you're like, hey, you going to play your move? And so like, I'm playing this cat and mouse game now with the actual real guy, mm-hmm. waiting for him to try to reveal himself so I can take him out, because you can't just slaughter him, because he's per- impersonating a king. Oh, Spoiler yeah. alert. So all sorts of politics and weird things going on. I'm like, nice. This is cool, but I don't, I don't want another. Th- I don't want another thirty hours. I don't want it. I'm done. I feel like I've been Persona Four Gold all over again. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. This is the end. Why can't we end it? What are you doing to me? It's the year of long endings for Eric. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see. We'll start smashing through Persona Five Royal, and it'll be like, oh, here's the next semester, and it's actually sixty more hours, Eric. <laughs> exactly. Hundred and eighty hour game. It's yep. gonna be the best. <laughs> yes. So that's what I've been doing, but I still enjoy it because I, I as I told you and everyone before, yeah, the RPG fix is kind of getting in me. Mm-hmm. I think it's the Persona 5 Royal that's looming above us, the Persona 5 Scramble that's in a, some distant, not so distant future. Mm-hmm. I'm just in that mode. Plus, I'm playing Fire Emblems, Three Houses for yeah. the Nintendo Switch, which is an amazing game. So I'm in it. I'm all up in it. Oh, yeah, I feel good. And just today, I got everything up and running for the stream, playing some Doom 2016, getting mm-hmm. ready for the Doom Eternal. It was a blast for the 20 minutes I played. <laughs> it, it seems crazy, because I, I just listened to a podcast they were talking about Doom, too. It seems like it seems insane that that was three and a half years ago now. Doom 2016. Like I kept waiting for them to say 2018, because that seems right in my head. Yeah, There's no, no way that was almost four years ago. Come on. Long ago in a land far away, man. Jeez, Long Pete's. ago. Mm-hmm. It still holds up. It still yeah. looks good. It's fast-paced. It's fun. It definitely reminds me of the Wolfenstein Youngblood, as I said on the stream. Mm-hmm. I just I love that like floating, fast-paced murder, going, 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 never stopping. Mm-hmm. Something about it just feels right. just feels good. It's the way first-person shooters are supposed to be, in my opinion. Yeah. But that's just my lowly opinion. <sighs> With that, not too much else. We're finally getting back to normal. The families, you know, going through all sorts of fun things the families do. But we'll be there. We'll see what happens. It's all going to be great. And speaking of things that are great, <clears throat> IG2Z's great, which just makes me sad that we didn't do one this week. But coming up next week, it'll be IG2G episode 71. Hey, what we did do as a covert team, we're not really supposed to talk about it too much, we did the Shifter Monthly Topic on the Watch Plan. So keep an eye out at patreon.com slash thirdshiftme for that coming out probably over the weekend by, by this point. But keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for IG2G next week. Hey, it's time for that part of the show where I go, I don't know what I'll be talking about on IG2G. Oh, well. And I know pretty much what I'll be talking about. It'll be just fine. <laughs> and with all things set in stone, this is also set in stone. The fact that Randy's coming out with some beautiful keys for y'all sucker faces out in the world. That's right, and they are expiring like right now as we're recording this, so get on the horn with your time machine, <laughs> go back fast. into a former version of yourself where you go, when you go, aha, you're waiting there on Twitter, like, everyone's like, what are you doing, man? You're like, Randy Pitchford's about to send out some ship codes, trust me, I know, I've been through this life before. Because <laughs> that's, those, those are the moments you're going to be waiting for and living for. That's if right. If you travel back in time, it's very important, <laughs> very <laughs> important. <laughs> 
but he did give us shift codes for Golden Keys in Borderlands 3. We also got shift codes for Golden Keys in Borderlands 2. So if you're still on the on the previous gen of Borderlands, if you're still hanging out in the Handsome Collection, get yourself some free loot by going to the Instagram, the Twitter, the Reddit, the forums. Go to the website. Get yourself all kinds of good guns. Indeed, you should head over there and get yourself some good guns. You should also head over to Twitch and watch a video that is now up and running, and it's already happened, so you can just go watch it post-haste over there with the Unreal Engine. They had some Gearbox folks on Mm -hmm. advertising, talking all about the new Unreal Engine and how they built for it, all sorts of geeky nerd stuff that makes no sense to me. I was intimidated. I was scared. I didn't know what to think about it. And I was like, ah, oh, all I know is to push the buttons. And they were talking about all sorts of cool stuff and how to operate and make it work and modify things from the old engine to the new engine. It was great. Now, I know you don't know that that's actually what it was. Because you and hey. I were both so intimidated. I saw Unreal Engine and I went, oh, man, I'm a scared. I'm scared, too. I don't understand. I, I told don't know you. I, I watched a few minutes of it. And okay, they were okay. like showcasing all sorts of tools and assets from the old engine to the new engine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fab. I don't know what this means. Textures and polygons. All I want to see is stuff from make blowing my up. Stream work properly. I can't do this. <laughs> oh, but yes, they were there. I'm sad that I didn't. I didn't have a chance to tune in, but I had the, I had the monkey on my back. He was scratching. He was like, "Hey, you know, you want to roll some dice in a dungeon?" I went, "Okay, okay, monkey, let's do that. Let's let's do it." I couldn't get away from him. What do you want from me? <sighs> Addiction to video games, Matt. It's a, it's a terrible thing. Oh, excuse me, Mr. Energy Drinks. I was just, just one week ago, hey, you said you don't wanna, make fun wanna, of your addiction. Don't you make wanna, fun of mine either. Oh, man. Respect We're the truth play. of my reality here that Dicey Dungeon's got right. his claws into me. Fine. Fine. <laughs> We've all got our vices, folks. That's what right. What do you want? What do you want? But that was a really cool video. I want to check it out afterwards. I encourage you guys to go check it out if you did miss it. Another cool video that came out literally today, like today as we're recording this, was our, your friend, your best friend in the world, Greg Miller. He came on the t- he came on the Twitter and he went, "Hey, the Borderlands show is going to come back on the 11th of February, and we're going to be talking to Graham Timmons all about all kinds of stuff." And we went, "Wow, look, they're there they they listened to us again. They listened and, to the podcast because mm-hmm. we called them out and we said, "Where's the stuff you were on the what calendar?" Happened? Now they're back. And they said, put us on the calendar again. And I said, okay, Greg Miller. I appreciate that Fran Mirabella III was not in this one because I don't like him very much, but you're all right. Yeah, wasn't that weird? It's just going to be Greg, apparently. Fran's like, nah, I'm just done. And it makes sense because Fran don't play Borderlands anymore. Yeah, He's been playing that Destiny. He's been on that Destiny grind. He's been on the Destiny grind forever, but yeah. I think he, he finally was like, all right, I can't, I can't even do it anymore. I got I to gotta play that Destiny full-time again. I can't mess around. Don't bore lanes. You know, I honestly didn't even think about it until I said it. But, yeah, before it was like, hey, join us. And they had the two-camera setup or the two-person setup. But this time it was like, I'm Greg sitting alone at my desk. Me, Greg. Straight on Greg. with you. Hello, it's mm-hmm. me. So maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe just Fran wasn't available that day and he yeah. had to get the recording out or something. We'll see. It doesn't matter. Either way, they're coming back February 11th. And I want to talk about this for a moment because mm-hmm. we, 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 you know, we chit chatted a touch on it. Mm-hmm. It's right before the Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. And of course, a little bit ways before the St. Patty's Day. But we talked about the fact that there was a holiday. There was a cool DLC that came out. Mm hmm. Celebrating Valentine's Day and St. Patty's Day into one, mm-hmm. 
are we going to see them announce another similar type event at this wonderful Borderlands show coming February 11th? Obviously, I don't know. I don't have the insider scoop, but this is a this is a full on pro mat, full on rubber stamp guarantee. This is getting announced because if you, I'm looking at the calendar right now. The 11th is on a Tuesday. When do hot fixes happen? They happen on Thursdays. The Thursday is the 13th. The 14th is right after that. It's absolutely some kind of Valentine's Day holiday DLC because you wouldn't put it right there otherwise. You wouldn't do a show right before a holiday and go, oh, gosh, we're going to have some stuff to talk about. No way. Guaranteed to happen. Absolutely happening. It's got, it, it is. So I agree. I think for sure we're going to see a cool little deal, holiday DLC because they mm. skipped over Christmas yep. because of having to do the Mountain One Takedown and all sorts of other things. Plus, they gave us the Halloween event. Yep. But we still got old Transformers Rex Kreese Man floating around up on Sanctuary mm-hmm. being crazy. And obviously that means there's got to be some other holidays because he himself said, I'm here to observe your holidays and traditions and mm-hmm. see how it all goes. So that means more than one, plural. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's time. Now, what I'm also wondering, is this the moment where we see a level jump? Do you think we're going to get the ultimate Vault Hunter mode? Do you think we're going to see a level jump or anything of that nature? Or do you think that's coming much later? I I personally feel it's coming sooner than later. Because everyone has pretty much had a chance to get through this game... Get through True Vault Hunter mode at this mm-hmm. point. They've already had a several events for legendaries, you know, bigger drops, etc., which we'll talk about some more. Mm-hmm. So I think people want to move forward some more, and that what a great way to do it would be to do either a level jump or the ultimate Vault Hunter mode. But with the ultimate Vault Hunter mode, it seems like you'd want to do a level jump at the same time, so people have another reason to get in there and keep moving forward. Yeah, I 100% agree. If you are doing Ultimate Vault Hunter or whatever the next Mayhem 5 or anything after that, you definitely need the level jump in there because I have said it on the show a million times, I was like level 45 when I beat normal mode. So if you give me Ultimate Vault Hunter and have me go through it again with no new levels, just as this, basically the same character I went played as all the way through True, ah, my friend, ain't no way to do that. But I will say, I think, I feel like you're right in that a level increase or some kind of skill tree augmentation is should be coming sooner rather than later. But if this is just a holiday DLC announcement, I don't, I, I can't, I can't imagine it going in with that. I feel you don't like think it'll be a tie in. No, I feel like you'll get the holiday DLC and then, oh, and also coming down the pike in a month or two, we're talking about doing level stuff and then. You'll have like a four week mm-hmm. buffer or so, because I feel like I that's agree. I feel like it's too big. Even yeah. though you know you don't have to tie it to a story DLC, but it's too big of a thing to just be like, "Hey, Moxie's happy Valentine's Day Wonderland in in Trashlantis or whatever," and also level cap upgrade for that. It's I don't know. I agree, but at the same time, how cool would it be? Yeah. To start your level jump off with a cool DLC, yeah. you know, holiday pack. I mean, mm. that would be awesome. It would be fun because now you're super stoked. You're already stoked to get in there and do another cool holiday event, which they always mm. do real well with. And then on top of that, now you're gaining levels again and moving forward. But I agree, realistically, it's smarter for them just to do a DLC and then, like you said, say in next month, 
Ultimate Vault Hunter's coming. So get your guns, get your kids, get your wife, and hide them. Because it's time. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, see, because, <laughs> I mean, just think about the length of the Halloween stuff. We did it in like an hour or two. That's not nearly enough to get, like, you can maybe get one level in the course of that. If you drop it with something like Moxie's Heist of the Hands of Jackpot, you're getting two, three, four, maybe five if you're doing all the sub you know, all the side stories, all the side missions. You you got to pack it in with something meatier because if I, if I'm barely even getting one, I'm gonna be like, come on, man. That's that's that that's that's my reasoning. I would make that voice in that face. Mm-hmm. True. All right. So the official third shift guess then is that this is gonna be a for sure holiday event covering you know whatever Valentine's Day. Maybe they'll tie it in with St. Patty's Day as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just what they did last time. The one thing that makes me sad, though, is I feel like you can't unless there's some kind of, like, mystical leprechaun. Because before you could tie it in with the Zaffords, but now they're all blown up and dead. Yeah, that's true. You had the whole Irish Zafford clan. Well, you could do something with Zane. There you go. It's a Zane, it's a Zane-friendly DLC. Oh, I'm going mm-hmm. to see me, me old Irish me friends finally. we used to blow up stuff mm-hmm. with. There you go. That's perfect. Man, let's solve everything right here. Solving all the world's problems, making the world a better place to live in. We're getting ourselves a cool little DLC coming up with some probably, obviously, different fixes, Banana Land, this kind of thing, that kind of thing, but nothing too extreme. And then maybe the announcement at the same time or shortly thereafter Mm -hmm. that we're going to be getting a boost or a bump soon. Because it's got to happen. I I mean, it's it's been long enough. People are rich, itching, raring, ready to go. Mm-hmm. All the streamers out there that are rock and rolling, you know, they've been max level forever. Oh, yeah. They've been farming. They've all got the craziest guns and builds, et cetera, that you can imagine. The next step has to be taken. Yeah. So I feel it's sooner than later. I just wondered if maybe they'd tie it in. But, you know, I agree. Ultimately, it'd be better to separate it just to give more buffering room for other events and things they're doing, space mm-hmm. it out a little bit more, give themselves some, uh, some time to make the uh, content. Although now, yeah, you know I like to play devil's advocate on the show. Maybe if you do space it away from a big story DLC, if you did it like now, then people will play Borderlands 3 to level up. You know, people who like to farm and grind and run through repeated content, they'll do that and actively be playing to get leveled up. And then once most people are at the new cap, then you drop the story DLC and people are playing for that reason. Hey, now that we already solved it, I'm going to say, maybe we didn't solve it. Hey, it's great. Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it's literally going to be a hold on another holiday to get the leveling done and then drop a holiday right at the tip end of that. Hey, you know what? The more I think about it, it could go either way. But It really could. I still feel like you drop it with a big piece of content. So the whole way through the piece of content, everybody's growing, everybody's getting excited for the story and the levels and the abilities and the whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But we'll see. It's in what? Two weeks? And yeah, all's going to be revealed. It's about two weeks. February 11th, Borderland Show is going to reveal all the new secrets. It's going to be fantastic. And I, and I believe you can go to kindoffunny.com slash Borderlands or Borderlands Show. Watch the little video because I didn't get it exactly. He said, hey, we're all taking your questions for Graham Timmons as well. So if you got some questions for the man, send them that way. And maybe he'll get right on the show. That'd be pretty cool. Maybe he will. And while you're wondering what the questions, etc., 
you can rest assured that the patch has come in and your questions, maybe two of them, three of them, have mm-hmm. been answered with this new <laughs> wonderful patch because there's all sorts of cool stuff happening right now. In fact, just the other day, someone on Twitter was like, meow, I wish drop rates would just stay the way they are. Meow, I want rare drops just to be the way they are now because meow, it's fun. <laughs> and then a Batman face appeared scrubbing his chin doing the whole hmm hmm and me and Matt went ho 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 we were right again because of course every time they do this type of thing it's just a test it's just to see if it works how it feels and then of course if it feels great and the player base goes this was great Mm -hmm. they go and it's permanent yep because that's what they did everybody in case you don't know and haven't figured it out by now the drop rates have been increased. Mm-hmm. The rare spawns have been increased. All these things are rip-roaring, ready to go forevermore. You'll be able to go out there, find yourself those rare spawns, and farm them successfully for the guns that you want. And on top of that, the Malawan takedown has been a permanent fix now where it will scale to one, two, three, and four said players mm-hmm. with... The update coming in February that allows you to retrofit it back to the four-player only mode, mm-hmm. which is their hard mode now, Yep. if you wish to do so. So you'll forevermore be able to play Malawan Takedown with any number of players you have with you. It scales to you, and the drop weights are increased, as well as, of course, all those rare spawns coming at you full 3D with all their weapons, shields, etc. Yeah, it makes me happy. Like, obviously... We all got the Maliwan takedown done before the scale even hit in, hit into effect. So I mean, we're we're pretty much we're pretty much the best players that there are. But I am glad that you know for people who can't find a team or you know maybe they work third shift and they you know nobody plays during the daytime. You can't you literally can't find a team. It's good for them to have the scaling in effect. And I like that it. I like that the hardcore mode, the the true takedown experience is also going to remain an option for people who are the hardest of hardcore and want that that brutal run through and then hey, more rare spawns and better drops is always good cuz even on true on true vault hunter mayhem 4 eldergon was not dropping nothing for me i had to ride i had to ride to fight him 10 times before he dropped me a legendary and I know that doesn't sound like bad, but as somebody who doesn't farm, I was like, man, geez. So as long as everything's cranked up and I have at least the chance, at least the 10% chance of running to that man and getting a legendary drop out of him. Because, I mean, they did say the uh, the anointment chances are now equal to like you would get out of a boss, which is good. Mm-hmm. So if you can go and find him, you got a really good chance there too. And that's another reason why I'm going to be getting back on and doing some more farming is because I want to upgrade some of my pieces to the anointed versions because mm-hmm. I don't have all the anointed versions. And not only do I want to upgrade to the anointed versions, but obviously I want the right roll of said anointed version that's mm-hmm. going to benefit me the most on Moe's with the old Iron Bear out and about. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's it's something to look forward to, and it's it's definitely one of those things where, you know, I, you know I'm just want to do something, and I, I don't mean it in a negative way, but mindless, you know, just get on, put some jams on, and mm-hmm. just go to town. I love that kind of thing. Yeah. I love it because there's some nights I just don't want to be stressed out. Like if I'm playing Doom 2016 and everything, everything's trying to murder me constantly. And mm-hmm. if I'm not paying attention, as you saw on the stream, you die. Yeah. It's over. You don't live in that game if you don't pay attention and mm-hmm. keep moving quickly. So 
you don't want that all the time. Sometimes it's nice to be like, all right, Norman Bates, load, run up, do drop it. Oh, next time, reload, do it again and again and again. And now the chances are boosted. Mm-hmm. I feel like it won't be in vain. You know, you're you're yeah. bound to get it, which I appreciate. It's more like Diablo nowadays, where mm-hmm. you're gonna get good gear. You just gotta put in some time, kill lots of monsters, and you are not promised, but pretty much guaranteed getting good stuff. Now, Borderlands is in that same vein. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get gear. In fact, Joe King earlier today put a video, not a video, but an image of him opening a rare chest, which we'll touch on in just a minute. Whoa. And it was all legendaries across the board. <sighs> I went, oh, that's so, oh my god. And I was drooling. Duck, I was drooling at the mile. I was like, mm-hmm. man. Oh, I gotta get on and get some rare chest. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I I gotta agree. And you you again said mindless, not in a bad way though. But there is something nice about he's gonna run up and he's just gonna pump a bunch of rounds into this guy, and you're gonna look for ping a little glorious shine, a little glorious star on your map. It feels good when it happens, and it's mm-hmm. like you said. It it's even true. Vault Hunter Mayhem for a lot of these guys aren't any stress. You just shoot them a lot. You put. You put Mr. Beef out and you just shoot. And it's nice, easy. You listen to a podcast. You listen to some music. You listen to some tunes. You kind of veg out while you're actively doing this thing. It's good. And I like that now that I'm, you know, it'll encourage me to turn that corner and go, oh, I know the rare spawn's right around here. Let me give it a few shots. I'm a way off to do whatever else is going on. I like it. I do too. Speaking of liking it, Guess what else they did, boys and girls? What we've been alluding to and hinting at. Mm-hmm. They got a new event called the Rare Chest Riches event starting, huh? Now. Get in the game, play. Mm-hmm. Get your hot fix to, you know, make sure, hey, make sure your little hot fix thing appears. That's right. Bloop, on your screen. And you go in now and any rare chest has a much higher chance of dropping really cool loot for you. So, Everyone's been complaining, saying, hey, look, open up all these rare chests, and it's typically whites, blues, greens, you know, all that good stuff. Nobody cares, obviously, about that stuff. We, Where's the perps? Where's the legendaries? Mm. They said, hmm, once again with the Batman emoji thing. Hmm. So now they're making it an event in which they've upped the drop rate significantly mm. on rare chests. Hey, Matt, do you think if this is successful and everyone's happy that it's probably going to be a permanent change? I don't think so, Eric. Well? I feel like if they turn up the loot <laughs> chance, it'll just break the game. I think it should actually go way down. You know, I open a lot of I open a lot of rare chests. I open every one I see, and I've never gotten a legendary out of one, and that's how it should always be. I actually hope I there agree. are even more whites in there. So I feel More like they're going to they're gonna turn this up and they'll go, whoa, people don't like getting nice loot and having fun and doing things. Let's turn that way back down and go even further down the dial. Whew, whew. That's clearly what's going to happen. That's clearly. Yeah, you're right. That's clearly the uh, solution to this. Mm-hmm. Quit lying, Matt. You know it. You know it. Everyone's going to love it. It's mm-hmm. going to be fun. And it's going to be implemented permanently, just like these last few events were, because Gearbox is just testing things out, making mm-hmm. sure... That everyone's happy and having a great time while playing Borderlands. I feel like at the very least it'll be like a, well, we didn't take it all the way up, but they've been scaled yeah. back just a little bit to be a little bit more mm-hmm. fun. But yeah, I mean, I, I said it. Anybody who watches my streams, you saw it. I don't get I don't get legendaries out of nowhere. Nothing. Red chest, green chest, purple chest, yellow chest, nothing. So I'm excited to actually 
see unique chests and go, woohoo, and then maybe again hear that ping and see that glorious little star on my map, see the golden glow. It doesn't happen for me, I, man. I, it's just such a weird world we live in because I get legendaries all the time. So I'm just like, man, I don't even know what Matt's talking about. Every time I play, it's like, ba-ding, 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 ba-ding. And I'm like, this is music to my ears, that sound of joy. Well, see, I will say, you know, playing at least on True Vault Hunter Mayhem 2 is where I bottom out at mostly. I still I get tons of drops from bosses and regular enemies. Just regular enemies running around will drop legendaries for me. Chests, nothing. Never. I maybe get a perp, and it's usually a sniper rifle. I don't know what it is. Maybe they just heard me on the show talk about it so much. They're like, man, screw that guy. We're going to give more chest legendaries to Eric. You can ask boss hey, legendaries, you Thank chump. you, Gearbox. You guys know I'm the best. You know it. <sighs> Appreciate that. Well, I mean, you saw, you saw my screenshot of... of four legendaries at once from Captain Haunt that one time. But man, mm-hmm. anytime it's a chest, mm-mm, out of luck for you old boy. That's all right, Matt. It's all fixed. Mm-hmm. It's all fixed. The rare chest event has begun. You're going to get on this weekend and have a good time getting legendaries everywhere. Rare spawns, on takedowns, bosses all over the place, rare chests. This is the time to be playing, everybody. And before we go on the rare chest riches event... They did re-emphasize that, hey, this totally works with EchoCast as well. So if you got your EchoCast app up and you're watching somebody who's doing the EchoCast app, you have a chance of getting all the cool legendaries you're seeing them get in your own mailbox, fresh from Gearbox and Twitch and all the shift extensions and all the things that are so complicated I don't know how to do them. But if you watch people get them and you're hooked up, you can get them too. That's right. You just roll. You just push a little button, and then it rolls the dice and sees if you're a lucky winner or not. Mm-hmm. But before we move on, I just want to also state we already told you this before, but I want to make sure we say it again. Mm-hmm. With all this, they also made sure that the loot for the proving grounds is improved. Oh yeah. So I know we said it before, but I just want to remind everybody because I feel like kind of went under the radar. Yeah, definitely. I didn't really hear it talked about a lot. I don't really see people doing it that much. Not only with all these other events can you get loot, the Proving Grounds got tweaked, so there's more loot, better loot in those as well. Like I said, everywhere you look, everywhere you go, you're getting some good stuff nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's definitely time to be farming for those weapons, shields, grenades, etc. to get your character, the build, etc. you want. Yeah, if I got to go in and go hunt down those grenades, I got to Google who's got the cool grenades. And we got to finish the Proving Grounds and yes, get the dang trophy and be done with it. Well, what we got to do is while I'm farming grenade, you need to farm all the entrances to every Proving Ground. So when we play together, I can get in your game and be like, Proving Ground 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. All right. All in a I'll row. I'll do it. I'll go grab them all so we can just hop in easy mode and get it done. <laughs> Because anytime I'm in, anytime I'm in my game, I got to cycle through, find the trial of the Hoosberg. What? Oh, come on. I'm just trying to get back to the Molly One thing. So, I mean, I have some. I think you have like two that I don't have, but are missing some that I have. So it would just yeah. be a big, big giant Gordian knot of confusion. And then we'd have to spend time looking it up, going and figuring out what. And this is the sad part. It's, it's a tangent. But when I played this game, I scoped out every second and corner, nook and cranny of this oh, thing. Yeah. I found all those things, mm-hmm. but of course, in your first run through, they don't let you, you hold the place, and, and yeah, 
can't touch them, can't interact, can't do anything with them. Mm-hmm. And so when I went back through it, I didn't find them all because at that point I was just rushing through trying to finish True Volt Hunter mode, mm-hmm. get it done. So that way the options would open up to me for everything else. And so I picked up some along the way just because, duh, they were right there or whatever. I noticed them. Or they were down the corner and you were like, oh, what was down this hallway? Oh, yeah. yeah. One. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that. Yep. So it, it is kind of frustrating that they didn't allow me to at least tag them in some way during yeah. the first run through. So that way, when I went back through and could actually interact with them and finish the deal, I could just go pick them up real quick. Because I'm pretty sure I found all of them mm-hmm. or maybe close to all of them, if not all of them. But. Yeah, that's my only one complaint. I wish they'd allow you to just mark them at least somehow, so that way you can come back and pick them up on the next mode when you have the ability to actually, you know, activate them. I was going to say, those and the the Iridian Echoes, essentially. I found, like, all of those, too, but they were they're just like, oh, well, it's nothing's marked. Here's a corner of the map. Write, write, it, write it down on your hand, and maybe you'll remember in three weeks. Nope. Well, you know, you should have, yeah, old school, Matt. You should have made a giant map on some grid paper, et cetera, marked where it was, and then you could have went right back to it when you went back through. <laughs> My map would have looked like, I'm sure, how a map you would draw would look. There's a circle oh, yeah. and an arrow, and I draw, arrow. <laughs> I draw like a like a dinosaur head, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. does that mean the, the place like a dinosaur head, or is like a skull on the ground? <laughs> what is this? I drew, I drew I a tower. I knew it's a tower. Yeah, it wouldn't have worked. No, never would have worked. No, <laughs> not for us. No, no. Uh, but I, I am, I am excited to get in and get those done. Just because it's another thing to just check off the inventory. Because I mean, it's they, they were pretty simple when I was running through them anyway. Just quick, wham, bam. Here you go, running through. No real stress because it's just timed. And if you don't get the best time fine you still did it you get credit for it yeah so. you still did it you just don't get the best reward but if you do then awesome you get better rewards chances some legendaries mm-hmm. which like i said they upscaled so you got a better shot at it so it's all fun and games we need to get back in there and do that ourselves i recommend everybody get out there and do all that stuff and with that i think that's it for the week that's almost it for the week so speaking of things you should get out there and do you should get out there and go to twitter and find the tweet that was all about hey Get yourself a cool box set here because we should have talked about this way early in the I episode, know, but right? it just slipped. It slipped under the radar <laughs> because neither of us have a record player. The Borderlands 3 OST is available via a 4LP box set. And I got to tell you, that box set looks pretty sweet. Each one of the sleeves that holds you know, one of the records, cool Vault Hunter art on the front. You pull out the disc. It's color-coded to each of the Vault Hunters. Looks really cool. I like that... I mean, I appreciate just the artistic work of having like these big LP box sets. I mean, I'm, like I said, I don't have a record player to use them, but I just love having them. Like I have the Donut County original soundtrack on a cool fold out, you know, album. Super cool. So I'm glad to see that in here too, just because it's kind of like that retro and geeky and cool all in one place. I like, I like this kind of stuff. So if you like that kind of stuff too, definitely go check it out. I do like that kind of stuff, but I don't got the money for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things I appreciate from afar. If I did somehow finagle myself a record player, which the more I think about it would make a lot of sense down here in my little, you know, yeah, my little dungeon, having that here and popping that on and just playing some freaking bad mamma jamma, you know, mm-hmm. gameplay uh, soundtrack stuff. Oh God, what fun that would be! Just put it on the on the corner of your little bar there. It would fit mm-hmm. in. Like here's this old school bar look. 
We got the record, yeah. the record player. Plus, that man, would actually fit in perfectly. Plus, man, some so, of those, if you look on like was it 8bit.com or I am 8bit, they have a whole bunch of themed albums. Like the discs themselves look so sweet, like all kinds of painted up and stuff. Well, the best part is, Matt, is my father-in-law, and this is, I'm sorry, show, but I'm going to say this real quick. Yeah. Father-in-law actually has a record player. Oh, nice. He doesn't ever use it. Mm-hmm. So maybe I could just ask him if I could just permanently borrow it here until mm-hmm. the day he decides he wants it again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. On loan indefinitely, basically. Yeah. And then I could start getting those suckers and playing them because I see them at like the Barnes and Nobles and of course on mm-hmm. the gearbox stores, et cetera, all sorts of them that I would love to have and play. So that's an option. Yeah. I know, I know mom's got one too, but it's kind of like the big standing up type thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't take that from her, but I know they sell like it Best Buy and stuff. They sell the little like Victrola ones that are CD, record. I think cassette, radio, Bluetooth, it's got all the stuff. I feel like once I get, you know, like my house, I'm going to have that like in the game room. It's like the little central hub. That'd be wonderful. Yeah. That would be wonderful. Speaking of wonderful, Matt, (laughs) there's one other piece of news we missed, buddy. (laughs) Randy posted himself a cool little question. He was like, hey, guys, we were doing some super secret in-depth lore discussions, and Randy Varnell said, hey, I've got this crazy thing. I need some question clarification or something like that. What did he say? <laughs> so we, we need to specify this is Randy Pitchford in what he called a, let me pull up the notes here. <laughs> pull the a, notes. What does them notes say? A crazy hardcore lore narrative meeting. With Randy Varnell and, of course, a whole panel of other people. And Randy Varnell said he needed a clarify question. And, there it is. And it was, it was a quality tweet just for that alone. But then it made me go, hey, I like that these two guys are in a big, super hardcore, deep lore narrative lore meeting. Lore narrative meeting. Because hopefully that means super deep, hardcore story stuff coming out for, I mean, hey, whether it's for Borderlands 3 or an upcoming project, Battleborn 2, uh, I like I like people putting their heads together and getting super deep into nerdy lore and and and, and teasing stuff out and making basically stuff you got these two together. No matter what it is, it's something important and something big and cool yeah. for the Gearbox community. So it's a win win for all of us. Mm-hmm. They're working on something. They're moving and grooving on something big and important and fun and great and awesome. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see what it is. Yeah, I'm oh, man. That's what. I want so many things for. I want it to be so many things because I want so many things from this game, from future games, mm-hmm. from from Brothers in Arms. Where's Brothers my Brothers in Arms, Arms at? Oh, man. <laughs> so many possibilities, and of course, Borderlands did so well mm-hmm. that Gearbox is definitely back in the groove, back in the money, back in the you know the big biscuits, back in the good graces. Yeah, yeah. Anything could happen. Anything could be getting touched. Anything could be getting fondled. Who knows? Who does know? <laughs> hey, if you know what's getting fondled, let us know via email info at thirdship.me. <laughs> Tweet at us at thirdship.me and find us on Facebook on the third shift because there's no better way. We're riding that high straight out of the show. That's how we're straight, doing it. Straight out of the show. I just want to say. 
With my tears in my eyes, come help us content creators out. If you got a couple bucks, we treat it like a tip jar. Head on over to our Patreon and consider throwing us a buck, two bucks, three bucks, or any of those bucks. It keeps the lights on, keeps the bills paid, keeps those hounds over there at the freaking stinking podcast companies hounding us, telling us we owe them money. You know, get them off our backs. Please help us help you. We want to stay in business here. All right? And if you can't help us out monetarily, that's fine. Because you can help us out with the five-star ratings, with those message bag questions, with feedback of any kind. It feeds Matt's brain, and it's so big. God bless. He needs more food. Big brain man's got to eat. So please consider helping us out in any way you can. It'd be so helpful. We appreciate all of you who have done so in the past, future, and present. Yes, of course we do. <laughs> And of course, this podcast drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 7th of February for a very next episode, and you can find that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out. <laughs> I just thought we said it again. <laughs> <laughs> and we really do appreciate it. We, we appreciate it so much, everybody. Y'all know we do. Appreciate all you out there. We appreciate those five-star ratings. That five-star ratings. I want you to fondle me with a five-star rating, everybody. Too far. <laughs> with that, too far. There's nothing, nothing left to say, man. You got to end the show before it gets too far. <laughs> no, forget to say. Don't forget to say. <laughs> Shut up and sit down.